There it is. Um, yeah, dude, it's that uh, the Christmas week. Welcome to Christmas week. Yeah. Feels like everything just slows down. Although we've still been kind of busy at work, strangely enough. But it's like there's not a lot of people checked in right now. So, to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. It seems like the the typical around this week and next week. It's like the close out of the year. A lot of companies I know like shut down around this time. But yeah, I think uh, Soupy was saying he was going to be off. Like they'd like take a whole week off one of these weeks or something like that. Yeah, a lot of people I feel like take off between Christmas and New Year's and then like, oh yeah, start at the year. It's just back at it. Good vacation time. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, any big plans for uh, the Christmas day? No, uh, going to the parents, doing the uh, family Christmas thing. Um, and then we were supposed to have a family Christmas party, but people are catching COVID now, so I don't know what's going on with that. Yeah. Kobe's yeah, getting them. It's knocking them out. They're definitely, uh, there's, there's a, I'm hearing a lot about that, actually. A lot of people talking about how like getting together with multiple family members is not a good idea. I'm supposed to be going and uh, doing some community service at Queen's. Oh, nice. Um, and like helping people, I, I guess they have some like Christmas luncheon on that day or something. And, okay. But I'm thinking about, I'm like, do people need to be like, do we, do we need to like check vaccination cards? I'm like, kind of, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, um, I'm kind of over the whole Kobe thing, but yeah, it's, I guess it's I'm certainly just, a thing. I'm, I'm just, I guess I'm thinking about like just being inside with a bunch of people. I just don't know. I just, doesn't sound yeah. like the best idea for me no but i, uh, I don't know we'll see, we'll see what on. happens i feel uh i feel pretty good because i am vaxxed up so it's not i'm not too concerned but vax to the max baby yeah but jackson you know jackson so <laughs> i saw jackson's getting some opioid money or something like that oh really yeah they're I gonna heard. get a bunch they're gonna get a bunch of money from the some a settlement with one of the big drug companies that's pretty interesting i bet you they build one of those uh rehab facilities you think so that wouldn't surprise me i mean there's so many crackheads and opioid addicts in jackson <laughs> i mean damn i mean i'm just speaking <laughs> the truth here <laughs> uh, uh anyways yeah uh, i mean i don't think it was like it was like the state of michigan gets x amount of money but they, I, I heard some random news story for some reason that singled out jackson as a place that had either already applied or was definitely going to get some of that cash. Oh yeah, they've definitely been hit hard by the opioid ep- epidemic. Have they? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, does it present help the prison and then nope. I, I guess the hospital as well? But there's hospitals everywhere, I guess. So it's not really a. Yeah, and, and it's just like there's a lot of cooks, I guess, in Jackson. From what I've been told. Okay. And it's. Unfortunately, it just seems to be a, a high volume spot for it. I think a lot of it has to do with just being known as the prison city. A lot of people go there for crimes. Speaking of prison city and crimes, I don't know. Have you uh, have you seen that show with uh, Jeremy Renner? It's called uh, Mayor of Kingston. Uh, I have not. No, was it good? Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty good one. Really, um, Kingston, Michigan. I guess is uh is an area that um the population of people in the prisons okay. almost equals the population of like the surrounding areas. Really? Yeah, and so I guess it's it's a pretty cool show. I would definitely recommend checking it out. I think it's on Paramount or whatever. Okay. Um 
but yeah, it's it's on the same channel that Yellowstone's on or whatever. Oh yeah, okay. Um, dude, you got to give us the Spider-Man No Way Home breakdown. Oh yeah, man. Oh my gosh, dude. Just talking about epic, dude. I've it heard it's fun. good. I've heard it's good. Yeah, it was probably one of the the better Marvel movies. I mean, every Mar- Marvel movie has like the same sort of makeup, right? You know, yeah. They have action, they have comedy, they have drama. You know, they'll they'll make you laugh at one second, then they'll make you cry in another second. It's just it's it was just a it was a typical makeup of a Marvel movie, but it just so much happened and like it was such a a great I guess finale to the trilogy of Tom Holland for you know so much to happen in that movie. It just kind of brought in the whole direction I think that they're going with Marvel in regards to you know this I kind of looking more into this concept of like the multiverse and having different realities and the mixture of them um i don't know demi do you want me to give away some spoilers or so it... does tom holland die is that what happens at the end no tom holland doesn't die who dies does anybody die um yeah i mean there's a character that dies but i mean does mary jane does mary jane die no mary jane does not man die. who do they, they kill off aunt may who do they kill off um i mean just Think think about the other Spider-Man movies and they kind killed of the off first another scene. Spider-Man. No, and just think they think killed about... off Tobey Maguire. Didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> no, they did kill off Tobey Maguire. So I mean, think about if you think back to the Tobey Maguire trilogy or the Tobey Maguire movies, and then yeah. you think back to the Andrew Garfield movies. You know the I don't know if I saw the Andrew Garfield ones. Oh, you never saw the Andrew Garfield ones? Okay, I don't think so. All right, fair enough. But the character that you know passed away in those movies was uncle ben yeah and in this spider-man trilogy they didn't have an uncle ben so like a lot of people were under the assumption that when tony stark died in marvel's endgame um that that was kind of like the whole taking place of uncle ben but in actuality in this movie um and spoiler alerts if you're planning on seeing the movie and you haven't seen it yet first off what are you waiting for what are you waiting for yeah, what are you waiting for? Second off, um, Aunt May dies. So, oh, they kill Aunt May. Marissa yeah, Tomei, Aunt May? Marissa Tomei. Dang. Yeah, dude. It was wild. I was not expecting that. Dang. Yeah. Marissa Tomei. Um, I'll tell you what, though. I was pretty impressed with uh, what they did and like bringing back those uh, you know old villains and stuff. And um, I got to give props to um william defoe man that dude is william defoe he's such a good actor man he's such a good actor yeah he just he he brought back the green goblin and it was just like he didn't even skip a fucking beat dude it was like he was able to like bring that character straight back from the the dead you know it was it was wild they didn't bring back franco though did james franco die he died no james franco didn't die I thought, oh no, he gets saved at the end of that movie. Oh right? no, no, he dies in Spider Man movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He he dies in James Franco's not dead in real life. Yeah, remember, remember at the end of Spider Man three, James Franco helped James Franco's Goblin helped save Spider Man. Okay, in the yeah. Process dying, yeah. R.I.P. James Franco. They couldn't have brought him back, so they brought Willem Dafoe from a different Spider Man verse that wasn't Tobey Maguire's. No, it was Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man verse. But he, but Willem Dafoe dies in that one. I know, which is weird. So when they 
somehow when so what basically what happened was is that spider-man had asked dr strange if he could cast or actually the first thing he asked him to do was go back in time and change it so no one found out that peter parker was spider or spider-man was peter parker and he's like i can't do that i don't have the time stone and he was just like you could just make everybody forget and he's like oh there's like a spell we could do to make everybody forget so he was trying to conjure a spell and peter being the you know kid that he is he's like well wait a second can i have you know these people still remember and you know it, it like messed up dr strange's spell and ended up bringing all these different people from different multiverses to the MCU Tom Holland Spider-Man verse because they all knew Spider-Man's identity as Peter Parker. And so it was really weird how they explained how, and I'm still kind of like confused about the characters that they brought back. A few of them had died, but some of them were still alive in their universe. So it didn't really make sense why right. they were able to bring back people who are dead and alive because both Doc Ock and Electro and Green Goblin, who were Jamie Foxx, um, Defoe and uh, William Defoe, and then um, what's Benicio the Del Toro. No, no, not Benicio Del Toro. Um, I can't remember that other guy's name, Javier Bardem. No, uh, <laughs> but the guy who played Dr. Octopus, those yeah. three characters all died in the Spider Man movies. And the only other one that, well, they also had Sandman and then they had um, the, liz the Lizard. The Lizard. Both of those characters didn't die and were still alive in their respective universes. Um, but yeah, dude, it was it was pretty epic, man. It was kind of cool how they brought in both Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield um, and just made it work seamlessly, dude. It was so cool. And the interactions between the three Peter Parker Spider-Mans were so funny. All right. Well, Alfred Molina, by the way, is Doc Alfred Ock. Molina. Thank you. Yeah, he did really uh, good too. Yeah. So it's supposed to be one of the one of the like better Marvel movies like ever made is what I've seen people say. Like this one is actually yeah. a good movie, like a legit good movie. I think a lot of people liked it because it was just like it's because they killed someone. No, it's killed just someone like, important. No, it's it's like a culmination of like twenty years of cinema for these Spider-Man movies, right? Yeah. So okay. As a fan it's like all of, into one. Yeah, as a fan of Spider-Man, having all three of those characters in on the same movie in the same fight scene, like so helping did. each okay. other out, was just like they did Endgame for Spider-Man. That's what it, they did. Yeah, it, well, they they basically made the Spider-Verse right? like the cartoon movie, like a real thing. Yeah. So um, who do they do that for next? Haven't they teased other people doing this for, like bringing them different, or is this just a Spider-Man specific thing? No, I think so. So it happened in the Spider-Man movie, but I would imagine at some point they they bring up other multiverse things. Like I think in this Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness movie, they're going to bring up more characters from past, you know, either movies or like things that took place. Um, they got, uh, who's... Haley Steinfeld is replacing Jeremy Renner, right? So that's like, I guess that's not, that's like the same universe though, right? Yeah. So it's, that's the same universe and she's the new, yeah, she's the new Hawkeye. Um, I mean, that happened in the comics and stuff. So it, oh, it did. Okay. It, yeah. It makes sense for a lot of the character storylines that they're kind of trying to it's, go down. Yeah. I mean, how, what percentage of this stuff is still, it's like they kind of use the comics as like a general guide. This is kind of what happens, but then they yeah. just make up their own scripts. I, I'm yeah I'm 
pretty positive that the goal is to to make something new and unique but then kind of do nods to things that happen in the comics like there's certain things that happen right like so for instance you know whether it's a line that someone says or um a situation that takes place it could be directly from a comic but in terms of the actual conversations that are had a lot of things have to kind of be those fillers of like the shows or the movies that take place and it's just some of that stuff's not the same but um i think that they do justice to it because at the same time too like there's probably you know a hundred different people who have done thor comics or 200 different people you know different artists that have come out with different spider-man comics and they all have some sort of basic you know stock standard of a character you know you know if it's a spider-man he can you know shoot webs and swing and you know all that kind of stuff but there's just so many different variations it's just like the whole idea is that there's infinite possibilities and infinite uh yeah iterations of a character right and so they could all be around the same thing but be completely different yeah it's interesting yeah yeah it's uh the multiverse the continuity i think that that marvel's done over the entire you know cinematic universe that they've created i think to me is just completely outstanding it's just being able to relate back to movies years and years ago they've created such a, a crazy string of like no no other set of film has ever done anything like this so i think we're just kind of witnessing I don't know. It's, it's crazy, man. Like when the I greatest when I, marketing experience in movie history. Yeah, man. They, I mean, that's what people, people go to the movies for two things, right? To be entertained, the, inter, the entertainment. And then I think to, to, to just get away or just like experience something different than their own normal lives. Right. Right. And so when you partner that with, Oh my gosh, heroes that have superpowers and like, extraordinary lives like that i think just is hit right on the head you know so yeah i think i yeah yeah go ahead i would i would uh yeah i think it uh hopefully it doesn't make things too unoriginal though so where all we're stuck with is this marvel cinematic universe right and that's where all the money goes for the new films and uh you know well, you know, original you know new that, stuff doesn't get made. Well, no, yeah, you, you know that them making all this money off of these movies is is helping the industry in general, right? Yeah, like it's not just yeah, Disney unfortunately mm-hmm. is this giant conglomerate that's making billions and billions of dollars off of Star Wars and you know Marvel and you know all this other crap, but then going to the movies for these going to the actual theater for these movies is making the theater stay open. Yeah. And it's also giving the industry money in order to be able to create these other creative original movies. And I don't know, I think going to the movies and seeing, you know, whether it's a poster or a trailer for another movie that could be coming out, I think also gives that, that movie itself, like more marketing and, yeah, it's so, also, I mean, it's also a supply and demand thing, right? I mean, you clearly, exactly. you're someone who likes going to the movies a lot more than uh, like someone like me. And, yeah. uh, you know, you're all about this Marvel stuff. So it's, there's clearly a market for it. So they're, uh, they're taking advantage. 
Absolutely. I would like to see this star, this this star. Wow, this Spider Man movie though. Um, I don't usually see, say that about uh, Marvel movies, but uh, I think I might have to might have to actually go see this one. Yeah, I think I gotta get the problem is is that if we go to a theater, Katie wants to see that Lady Gaga Gucci movie. Oh, that looks good, dude. I want so, to see I don't know. I'd I'd like to go see Spider Man, but she wants to see Lady Gaga Gucci. You guys could just do a movie matinee. Go see back to back. Is it Gucci? Is it it's Gucci, right? It House of Gucci. Gucci. Okay. Yeah. House of Gucci. Lady Gaga Gucci just sounds too awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, dude. Let's get into the football. So Hot takes from this week. Fucking Lions. <laughs> the Lions. Man. Dude, oh, my God. Uh, I mean, so I've, I've been on here advocating for them to lose every game from here on out. But flip side of that, if they could continue to play like they played against the Cardinals, I mean, there's some real hope being built in Detroit here. I, I know. It's just insane to me. Like, it's – there's never been a, a what was like it's something along the lines of like there's never been a one win team who's beaten a 10 win team by more than 10 points or something absurd like that yeah there's got to be something out there but i mean dan campbell going to the emotional well i mean i think the cardinals are certainly like a they're you know no deandre hopkins doesn't help them um but i mean the lions took it to them man they took it to them. The offensive line for the Lions is is it's turning into maybe a thing. It wasn't just a, a like uh, oh man they barely won like they outplayed the shit out of them. Like yep. the defense looked unbelievable. Yeah, I was um, actually pretty impressed by that. The quarterback the, they took yeah. out of uh, was it Syracuse last year? Something like that. Last time these yeah. two teams met. Um, looks good. So I mean they've got. They've, uh, you know, we've got some hope there in Detroit. We'll see. They play the Jagoffs this week, too. Or, no, I'm the sorry, Jag-offs. the Falcons. They play the Falcons this week. So, Oh, yeah. They could go on a win streak. They could. Completely ruin like, their draft position, but who cares? Yeah, at this point, they're not going to get the number one. <laughs> but if Jared Goff continues to look good, if they start to find – I mean, their offensive line look is – I mean, looks looks good. It looks very yeah. good. It's very, very Penny Sewell. They got um, Decker back. Jonah Jackson looks like he's actually good. Um, I mean, yeah, they're they could have like a top five offensive line in the league, and you know, then Jared Goff actually can maybe not suck a little bit. Yeah, I still no. I don't still. I don't. I don't necessarily. I'm think still, still not sold on him. Right. I don't think you you completely give up on the quarterback. You know, trying to find a different quarterback, but. You know, if you have an offensive line like that, then it helps a lot. Yeah. And Jared He's, Goff is yeah. still young yeah. for a quarterback. He is. And I'm not I'm not trying to like say like let's get him out of here, but like No, I think if you there's so, if there's someone better out there, I don't think we you know, stall I think, on that. I think, yeah, you maybe look at free agency. I mean the quarterback draft class is not super you know, awesome. It's a very much like a defensive end um just defense generally draft class so i think but i think that kind of plays into the lions hand as well because they they need defense i wouldn't Uh, mind seeing the lions take uh aiden hutchinson yeah i mean if they stay at i mean they're still gonna have a top five pick no matter what so he'll he'll uh i think he'll possibly be there i think they could probably take him at three possibly i mean i've seen he's gonna be like a top three guy so yeah depends on it looks like it's him and the end from Oregon are going to be kind of like the two 
guys you're looking at coming out of the season going, you know, a couple top top three picks, you know, and then, you know, throw some weird stuff. I was actually doing some mock drafts on the PFF site before this, and I was the Lions, and uh, you can do two rounds. And I did, one, I did one where I just traded as much as I could and ended up drafting seven players in two rounds. It was oh awesome. Felt, felt like I broke the machine a little bit. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, dude. So, uh, Lions win. Dan Campbell. I don't know. Do, do you know if he cried? I don't know if he cried this time. I, I think feel he's... like yeah. I feel like he had to have. I probably just didn't see it. I don't think he cried though. I think we're past. I think we're over the emotional hump that was like the initial struggle for Dan Campbell to will this team to a win. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like we're starting to normalize a little bit. Hopefully, and there's there's a lot of. A lot of talk coming out. It'll, it'll, it'll be cool if they win this week against the Falcons. Like, get a little a little streak going, you know? Yeah, like, get a little something them, going. Make us, I make us feel. Win. I want them to win, but I also am just like, you know what? Like, it's don't, give, don't give me hope this late into the season, right? It's just like, yeah. because then I'm going to have to wait all offseason and get excited just to be let down again. I mean, like, yeah, I mean. You're- save it. Save it for, like, save it for next year if you can get off to a great start dude, I'm all about it. Like I'll, I'll hop on board. Like, let's get on this rally. Let's get on this train. But like them beating the Cardinals last week was just such a kick in the dick. Cause I was just like, I was like, no, they don't have any shot against them. And I was like, I should, I was like almost going to bet money on the lions. And I did it. And I was like, dang, first time I haven't bet on them to win. And I'm just so fucking mad. Um, <laughs> That's when they get you, man. That's when they got me, dude. I don't know. I just I feel like I'm not a Lions fan. I might we might have to become a Detroit Lions podcast if the Lions actually, you know, get on a little run here. Maybe get some hope going. Not against it. Not against it. I mean, I've I've refused to let my emotions be tied to the team, but you know, we could start to look. I mean, they they could maybe be putting together a little bit of a roster here. So just something to think about. Um, all right. Any other hot takes from last week? Did you see uh Brent Hunley doing his best uh Lamar Jackson impersonation? Yeah, what the hell? Oh, you're muted. Did we lose you? No, no. I, I thought it was Lamar for a second. It kind of I mean, me. I was like, could have fooled me. Is this Lamar in Hudley's jersey? Like, but I mean, it's a genius. So, I mean, they did last year, they had Lamar and uh, Robert Griffin. Now, I think they had drafted Hundley at that point, but he's maybe the third string. But now Hundley is in, and it seems as if he's just kind of, you just kind of pick up as the same player or very similar. Yeah, which I, just, uh, I I definitely think that uh, they've they've looked better, you know, as Hudley's gotten a little bit more confident back there. It seemed like we're off to a little rough start, but um, yeah, I'm, I still think that that division is probably the closest one in in football right now, and it's literally anybody's division. Yeah, like, I I'm I think Cleveland's kind of shooting themselves in the foot because they got Green Bay this week, but. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens in that Cincinnati Baltimore game. I'm kind of looking forward to that one. Um, yeah. So Green Bay looking like the one seed. We got Green Bay and the Chiefs at the one seed, uh, NFC, AFC, yep. which, you know, I guess that makes sense, right? I mean, the Chiefs have just continued to cruise. The, the Patriots and Cowboys are the twos currently. Bucks and Titans are the threes. The Bengals 
and the Cardinals all the way down to four seeds now. And then you got the Colts and the Rams at the five, Chargers and 49ers at the six, and the Bills and the Vikings at the seven seeds. So, I mean. There's so many teams on the bubble, though. I know. On the bubble, you got so, so many, many teams. They're all just seven and six, eight and six, seven and seven. Yeah, dude. The Raiders, Dolphins, Browns, Broncos, all seven and seven are still right there. Yeah, I mean anything could happen this weekend. The Dolphins are technically still in it. So it's gonna be a crazy it's gonna be a crazy couple weeks here. Dude, they've been on such a hot streak too, the Dolphins. Oh yeah, very hot. One of the hottest teams in the league. Uh yeah, I mean it's all gonna come down to the last week. It's gonna be it's gonna be good football. Um we should definitely uh if there's oh man, I kind of like this uh talking about our picks for the playoffs, like who's gonna end up being what. All right, so man, we'd have to we gotta get into like schedules and stuff. So uh so in the NFC, Packers, Cowboys, Bucks, Cardinals, Rams, right? Locks. Lock them in. Right? Yeah. You think any of those teams are gonna miss out? They're all ten and four. I don't think so. Then it's the 49ers, the Vikings, the Eagles, and the Saints are at seven and seven. And sorry, the 49ers are eight and six. If they play the Titans this week, it could be interesting. I don't know, man. I, I think it's hard to predict. It's almost impossible to predict at this point. It is, man. Could you imagine if there's a bet out there if you guessed all of them right right now, what it, what it would be? I mean, so NFC, you're just looking at the wild card. So I'll take the 49ers. Uh, I like. Who do the Vikings? I don't know. It, I guess it depends on who the Vikings play, but I'll take the Vikings too, man. Kirk Cousins like is 500. Vikings, dude, let's go Vikings. Um, and then the AFC, I don't know, Manny. I guess you, you probably got to like the Chargers and the Bills to take those spots, but the Ravens could definitely potentially do something. You know, I think we're – I don't like I don't like the Steelers because they're playing the Chiefs this week. Right? Yeah, that's rough. I think – Somehow the Raiders are going to backdoor sneak it if they can beat the Broncos this weekend. But I'm still kind of – this is going to be crazy, but if the Bills beat the Pats this week, okay. both them and the Pats are going to be 9-6. and six, Yep. Right, And I think – I still think that oh – man, I, see, this is where I'm kind of – because it's going to come down to that final week. And who do the Bills have that final week? Uh, I don't know. I have so many screens open right now. I <laughs> Let's Hold see on. this. Let's right. the settings, <laughs> bills, 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 bills. Here we go. They get the Jets, so they're gonna they get the Falcons and then the Jets. The Bills do. Yeah, they go Patriots, Falcons, Jets. So yeah. they're gonna win two more games at least. They so I think they're pretty much a lock. They're in. Bills lock it in. Okay. Chargers. Uh, bum, bum, bum. Chargers play the Texans this week, and then the Broncos and the Raiders. So nine and six, and then they play the Broncos and Raiders. So the other two teams in their division. Yeah. So somehow that is, that's going to sort its way out. So the Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos are going to sort themselves out. Yeah. Probably go Chargers there with I would edge, say the Chargers for sure. Yeah. 
So those are your, but and then those are your, those are your wild cards. So the Colts might completely fall out of it then if they can't be, if they can't beat the Cardinals this weekend. The Colts are in right now. I mean, they're the five. I know, side. but they so they'll drop to eight and seven, right? You're saying if they lose, if they yeah. lose, and then who do they have their last two games? Let's pull up the Colts. Colts play the Jagoffs and the Raiders. So. That could be interesting as well because that Colts Raiders game to end the season could be the determining factor for both of those teams. Sorry, they played the Jagoffs the last game. They played the Raidoffs. The Raidoffs. The Raidoffs. <laughs> they play the, the Raiders uh, week seven, 16, 17, okay. 17, week 17. Okay. So the Colts are probably in. The Chargers are in. Bills are in, I think. That's going to so, be hard. So then you got the Bengals, Ravens. I feel it feels right that the Ravens and no, the Bengals would be seven, only seven teams. There's only seven playoff spots, right? Yep. So I think the Bengals are going to be in. So dude, they're winning that division right now. Who do the tight, who do the Titans have left? Cause the Titans. Oh, the Bengals. So the Bengals Ravens game this weekend is going to be a big game. And then the Bengals play the chiefs and then the Browns. So the Bengals could also miss out. What was your question? Titans? Yeah, who do the Titans got left? They play uh, 49ers. 49ers, and then they let's see, Titans. 49ers, Dolphins, uh, Texans. So they could lose two in a row and then you know be playing for a playoff spot against the Texans. Or they could just be out of the playoffs at that point. The Colts would win the division. Oh my god. God, dude, what is good, dude? This, these next two weekends for football are going to be crazy. Yeah, it's going to be pretty nuts. Um, especially in the AFC, the NFC is a little more kind of set in stone. You're going to have a little bit of craziness. I mean, the Saints continue to just not be out of it. You know what I mean? Have we ever had the NFL season go into New Year's weekend? No, they extended it by a year this year or a week this year. Hmm. So, oh man. Um, all right. So, Urban Meyer fired. Thoughts? We talked about it last week. I said he wasn't going to get fired. He said he was. Uh, I think in about an hour after our podcast was recorded, I looked at my phone. <laughs> like, ah, hot take, Ben. That's crazy. So, Urban's gone. They didn't like his urbanness. Uh, how long before he's a college coach? Over or under six months. What open jobs are there right now? They're not good. Um, let's see. Is the Notre Dame position open? No. No. They Very hired slow. Marcus. They hired Marcus Freeman. They confirmed that that he's going to be the head coach. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I thought he was just one of the. I thought he was an interim coach because I thought he was, he was interim. No. I thought he was going to be on staff. He he was their offensive coordinator. Uh, he could probably get away with hitting, kicking kickers on the Catholic team. <laughs> yeah. They believe in corporal punishment, they, dude. They've covered up way worse, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, man. Maybe he goes to Miami. No, they already hired somebody recently, right? Miami Dolphins. Oh yeah, Miami hired Oregon's old coach. And then Chip Kelly went back to Oregon, right? No. Uh, 
I don't know, man. Somebody Pretty went sure. to Oregon. I think I think they hired Chip Kelly again. Did they? I want to say they did. I don't think they hired Chip Kelly, dude. Oh no, he's a UCLA coach. Yeah, Chip Kelly's UCLA. Or who was the guy that was out in Oregon before? I think was it the dude who's now in Miami. Oh, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. All right. Florida International's open. Troy is open. Colorado State is open. That's it. Nah, he's not going. He's Wait. not coaching college. Yeah, that's a that's as of December tenth. You might just take some time off for a while, spend <sighs> Just go take a year off. Talk. Get back on TV. Yeah, and I mean, then, you, can make, you can make good money there. I mean, shoot, there's like four or f- there's like three or four high profile jobs that open up every year. So next year, somebody will be open. You know, Texas will have fired their coach or something. Yeah, Texas actually wouldn't be a bad spot for him, I feel like. Uh, if Ohio State loses to Michigan again next year, do they fire? What's his name? Ryan oh, Day. Yeah. I bet you they do. You think so? Yeah, if he loses back to back games in Michigan. Man, that's rough. <laughs> right? I mean if they go if they go ten and eleven and one or whatever and lose to U of M one loss is don't, Michigan. Don't make the playoff or and they they, they fire Ryan Day, who's like he No, I take that back. They probably he, wouldn't fire him, but he, he would, would have, probably be under some heat. He would have two two big ten losses. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Uh Luke Fickle would also be a candidate for that job, I would think, if he hasn't lost Cincinnati yet. You know what I mean? Like, if Ohio yeah, State was... opens up, I don't know that they would want to go back to Urban Meyer. Maybe they would. Well, I don't think they'd go back to Luke Fickle either. Wasn't Luke Fickle at Ohio State? No. I don't think so. Yeah, I thought he was. Uh, he might have been, like, an assistant. Yeah, I thought he was the interim coach for one year. Uh, let's find out. Luke Fickle. I thought he he's was. coached. He was an interim ho- head coach from 2000 for 2011, but then that was the year Michigan beat Ohio State. And then uh, from 20, but he didn't leave after that. You know, it was, it was like the, he was the interim head coach, and then they got rid of him. He was the interim head coach, and then he went back to coaching the. He was the co DC and linebacker coach. Oh, okay. So, so you got to think that if that job opens up, he's going to be considered with what he's done at Cincinnati. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but do you think he could leave Cincinnati right now at this point with the success he's had there? Uh, I don't know what his plan is because they have a bunch of guys this year who are going to get drafted. So, like, I don't know if Cincinnati is going to be, be a contender next year. Good next year, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, all, it's, a, it's all hard to tell from here. They have a quarterback that's going to get drafted. A um. I think a running back, a corner, and uh, Sauce is the corner's name. Great name. Sauce. And, and uh, they have an edge guy as well, I think, who's pretty good. That's like a first or second round pick. Nice. So, I don't know. I think, I think he wants the Ohio State job. He played there. That's where he went to school. Fickle did, yeah. Yeah. So... I think he wants that OSU job, and he's just waiting until Ryan Day loses enough games to Jim Harbaugh to swoop in. Makes sense. But who knows? Uh, 
All right, do we want to get back to NFL here? We're kind of yeah, going let's on. do it. We're going on a little tangent. Uh, it's football related though, so it's all good. All right, you got picks from last week. I, I'm starting, dude. I, I got I, I got you by three games. I went twelve and four. Dude, you went nine and seven. I that was a shit week, man. Um, let's see. Uh, you had the Browns over the Raiders, and that was a dumb one. Broncos over I, Bengals. I think I picked the Chargers over the Chiefs too. Yeah, you. Um. Yeah, you did. And yeah. then we both picked the Pats over the Bill or the yeah. Colts over the Colts, which shame that on was, us. That was a dumb call. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, Vegas had the Colts too there, so shame on us there. Um. All right, you want to get into this week's picks? Let's do it. All right, first game, 49ers going to the Titans. This game has playoff implications, baby. Uh, Titans are currently the three seed. Yeah, they're a three seed with a broken team. I mean, they're broke, right? The Titans are broke. It's amazing they're a three seed. It is really amazing they're a three seed. Derrick Henry, broken. A.J. Brown, broken. Julio Jones, broken. They've got, like, guys you've never heard of and don't really want on your team playing receiver for them right now. Yeah. I'm, this one to me, I feel like is, is kind of a toss up. Um, I, I want to say 49ers are going to, are going to take this one. Um, and the only reason I say that is because I feel like the 49ers are more or less in a position to make a move. Um, so I would rather see them win, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's, let's see. Uh, what's Packer? Okay. Titans plus three. So they have the, the 49ers as three point favorites in this game. I like the 49ers here. Yeah. Just because, like I said, I mean, other than Mike Vrabel continues to just will his team. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're just kind of a broken team at this point. Yeah. Um, Titans uh, 2-0 against the spread as a home underdog this season. So, yeah. think about that. Home dogs. Even, home dogs. Even though, even though they're at home, though, I just feel like with them being so beat up, like offensively, I just don't know how they're going to do a whole lot. 2-0 against the spread as home dogs. This is in Tennessee. Titans, do you think? Thursday uh, night game. Thursday night games are weird. Thursday night games are weird, Dan. All right, They're I'm gonna weird. switch. I'm gonna switch my pick. I'm going. I'm going Titans. I don't. I don't think that's a bad call, dude. Like, I, I don't want know, to San Francisco just because they're on the road, but and it's three point favorites there. All right, Browns at Packers. Packers are a seven and a half point favorite. What do you Packers. think here? Definitely Packers. So it's like Aaron Rodgers is just. I think Aaron Rodgers is trying to win an MVP. He wants the MVP and they want home field, man. Yeah. So, um, and, and they're four and one in their last five games. And I just feel like they're starting to run on all cylinders. So they seem to be and, cooking pretty well. And Miles Garrett might not play because of a potential growing injury. So nice. All right. Next game Colts at Cardinals. Cardinals, a one point favorite here. Uh, this one uh, feels like a trap to pick the Cardinals here after losing to the lions. But what do you think here? I mean, yeah, it's I, Colts are hot. I definitely think it's kind of a trap game. And the only reason I say that is because the Colts are hot and 
they are four and two on the road and the Cardinals have kind of been sliding as of lately. Um, I think they've had a lot of injuries too that have kind of caused them to be on this slide. And I don't know. I think if uh, the Colts can come out and run the ball again, like they did against the Bucks, I don't see why they don't, or against the Pats, I don't see why they don't win this game. Their defense looked pretty good too. Yeah. You think Quentin Nelson and the boys just keep rolling? Yeah, man. I think that uh, the Colts might run their way right into the playoffs. Um. All right. So you're going Colts here. Yeah, I'm gonna go Colts. Ah, oh, man. Uh, Cardinals at home. It feels like they. I'm going Cardinals. Okay. Feels. I don't know, man. It's been weird. He has weird weeks. You get. It's very. You know, a lot of parity in the league. Colts coming off a win. Cardinals coming off an embarrassing loss at home. I like the Cardinals here. We'll go Cardinals. All right. Uh, Giants at Eagles. Giants, another one of those teams that's just kind of falling apart. They're talking about starting Jake Fromm now um, after benching Mike Glennon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mike Glennon, Mike... Was what, Glennon just wasn't the guy. I don't know why if, they didn't, just didn't have Fromm in there before. I know. If, if you, if you, uh, you know, have Mike Glennon as your backup and have anybody else on your team that has any promise at quarterback, why would you, why would you start Mike Glennon? Yeah. Unless you're really think, into next. I think the Eagles get the win. They're four and one in their last five games. And yeah. I'm, um, I'm going granted, Eagles they, here as well. They haven't been as great at home. I just think that the the Giants just don't know what the fuck's going on. So So the Eagles, uh yeah, eight and a half points here. Vegas thinks Eagles, like I said, the Giants just uh it is a division they, matchup, so they may be playing for draft picks at this point. If you're, if yep. you're the Giants, I think they're probably going to fire Gettleman after this year, right? Fire the GM, maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. All right, Rams, uh, seven and a half point favorites at the Vikings. Kirk Cousins looks to get back to 500. He is back to 500. I don't know what this thing is, yeah. but He's yeah, this seven. must this must have been posted uh, before the. Tuesday games they played on Tuesday right yeah yeah okay so yeah Vikings back to seven to seven our boy Kurt back to average baby uh do you think he's got any chance of getting over average here this week against the Rams I don't know I mean on the injury report it says he's questionable because of a rib injury I didn't really watch the game I, I know he didn't put up great numbers um I think that uh the Rams are going to be trying to pull out all stops to get that number one seed over the Cardinals because I think Cardinals p- playing the Colts, it, both teams need to win this weekend. Um, but even if the, even if they don't win, I think they're still likely to make the playoffs, but I think they're pushing to get that number one or number two seed behind the, uh, the Packers. So Matt Stafford is, were you saying he's questionable? Um, no, no I didn't not. say he's Stafford. Not. Who were you saying was questionable? Um, um, Kirk Cousins. I'm sorry. Oh, Cus- I okay, Sta- Kirk. Did I say yeah. Stafford? No, I for some reason I heard Stafford because, yeah. So if Kirk Cousins doesn't play, I don't think the Vikings have a shot here. Um, yeah. So I'll go Rams. You're going Rams. Yep. I want Minnesota to be in the playoffs, and I want them to win. I just don't think that they're going. Yeah, win. not this week. Not yeah. this week. Um, although it is at home. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Vikings win this game at all. I wouldn't either. Um, all right, Bills at Patriots. Um, I'm going to take Bills in the redemption game over the Pats, even though it's at New England. All right, uh, um, New England, two-and-a-half-point favorites. 
Yeah, New England at home is the two and a half point favorites in them coming off of that loss to the Colts at Indianapolis. I, I mean, I think they're wanting to kind of change things around and they have had quite a bit of time off, but I also, I don't know, man, what's the weather supposed to be like? Oh, weather game. Because if they're running the ball, I don't know, maybe they'll have a shot, but their All offense right. just looked like it was struggling. Weather report week 16. We got any games of to be paying attention to. Uh, looks like it's going to be pretty, pretty good for most of these games. Let's see. New England and Buffalo. Where are you in this one o'clock game on Sunday? New England, Buffalo, 37 degrees and overcast with a seven mile an hour wind. So, yeah, see. Um, how many times is, bills here is is this uh was this the game where mac jones only threw it like twice yep three times all right how many how many throws over under 10 for mac jones this game oh he's gonna have over you think so yeah so you're gonna need to because the wind's not gonna be blowing as yeah hard. you think you think uh completely a win thing that was just uh get to get to win and get out yeah it was just a fluke you're going bills huh i'm gonna go bills redemption for our boy josh allen yeah, redemption for Josh Allen. They sealed the up. deal. All right, tie up the the records for the for the Bills Mafia. I'll go. I'll go Bills here as well. Um. All right, Ravens. Or actually, sorry, Bucks at Panthers. Uh, Panthers, <laughs> ten point dogs here. So Bucks are ten point favorites. Uh, it's at the Panthers. At the we should just start start calling them the Cam Newtons, man. Yeah, I think coming off a loss, Brady's probably like a million and no. <laughs> um and i think losing the way they did i don't know if you saw he like broke a few ipads yeah he was out week. he was not happy no yeah or, or whatever those microsoft tablets yeah the the tablets yeah. yeah he was pretty pissed off so i'm gonna say the bucks are gonna come out and win by 100 bucks by hundo all right jags jag offs the jets oh man this is a toilet bowl J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Got to root for the Jets, right? So, uh, or no, we got to root for the Jag, the Jagoffs. This is a pick em. Um, I'm going to go Jagoffs here. Why not? Because they're 0-5 in their last five games, and they're 0-6 on the road. That's yeah. why not. Yeah. I mean, they're they're a solid 2-12 and 12 on the year, so I don't think, you know, they're going to be very good at all. But uh, I'm just hoping that they win so the Lions can get the number one pick back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but they can still lose their next few games and still get it. That's true. That's true. Uh, so you're sit. you're going Jets? Jets. Right. Jets at home. I'm going Jack. Oh man, this is probably one of those stupid picks I shouldn't make, but I, you know what, Jagos. I'm going Jagos. Uh, Lions at Falcons. How you feel about this game? Um, I'm gonna take Matt Ryan at home. I even though the Lions are coming off that huge win against the number one seed in the NFC, I just. I don't think they got back-to-back wins. Um, you don't think Dan Campbell's going to get the boys up? No, I don't. <sighs> okay. Um, it's hard for me to say, but I just don't think they got it in them. Atlanta lost to the Falcons last week. Lions, uh, Lions are 9-5 and five against the spread, interestingly enough. Atlanta's a five-and-a-half-point favorite here. I don't know if that means anything, but uh, I kind of want to go with the Lions here. Do it. Uh, but I won't. I'm gonna go with the. Uh, 
So what? All right. So let's see the Lions. How many wins could they even theoretically get this year? Like five? They could get up to five wins now. Someone someone posted something the other day after the Lions beat the Cardinals and said this is their path to possibly making the playoffs as a uh, wild card team. I was like, get out of here. And I looked at it and I was like, wait a second, is this like real life? Can they actually? There's no way they 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 can't get more than six wins. They can't get more than five wins at this point. They can only get five wins. That's not going to put them above any of the teams who are current. I mean, it's not even going to put them above the Bears. Okay. I would put them above. It would put them above the Bears. Sorry, but it's not going to put them above the the Falcons. Wouldn't put, the put them above the yeah. the football team, the Saints, the Eagles, the Vikings. Yeah, know. even if everybody else. I think it was. I think it was after last week. I think if I think everybody else. Basically had to lose except for the teams who are already Yeah. I mean like eight and six or it's, ten. It's hard to believe you're gonna have a team in the playoffs without that's gonna have like less than eight or nine wins, probably nine wins. Yeah. Is what you're gonna need. So sorry, Detroit. Uh suck at Detroit. What if they found something though? Uh I'm going I'll go Falcons with you. I'm I'm not gonna we're not going to jump on the bandwagon yet, but we're thinking about it. We're thinking. All right. Chargers at Texans. Texans, uh, ten and a half point dogs here. Chargers, big favorites. Like Chargers, right? That's. Yeah. I mean, I, think I saw I'd... Brandon Cooks is out with COVID. So, um, not that that really matters for the Texans at all, but I think, yeah, no shot here, right? Yeah, I don't. I don't think Houston has any chance in hell though to win that game. Chargers are very much fighting for their playoffs. Although right. I, I said the same thing about the Lions having any shot at beating the Cardinals. The Cardinals. So I don't know. Maybe I don't know anything. <laughs> All right, maybe the the game that means the most this week: <clears throat> Ravens at Bengals. Cincinnati Dude. three point three point favorites. I have no idea for this game. Joe Burrow. No Joe Burrow, baby. I mean, I feel like the right move is going with Joe Burrow. I think if Lamar Jackson was there, I think it'd be a different story. But I'll tell you what, Huntley. I mean, they they put up, they almost beat the Packers last week. He's, he's not bad. They yeah. and the only reason they lost is because they went for two. Yeah, it could have gone. They could have gone overtime. What's what's your thoughts on that? Uh, I like going for two in those situations. You keep you you control it. It's either over or. You know, it's better than going to a coin toss and giving the other team the ball, in my opinion. Yeah, you don't trust your defense enough to stop them? No, it's not that I don't trust my defense. I'm it's you have to do two yard what is it, two yards? You have to you have to go two yards to win the game. Yeah. You sh- you should be able to trust your team to go two yards to win the game. Or else what are yeah. you doing? Yeah, that's true. And I don't, I don't think the play call was the right play call, but yeah, I can see why going for two makes sense. I would. I don't know how the statistics break down on that, but I would bet that they're probably in favor of going for two there. Yeah. Um. You know, it's kind of like the fourth down stuff. Like I'm, I'm all about going for it on fourth and short every time. Does not matter where you're at on the field. Just, just try to get the yard. Just try to get the first down. Yeah. But, um. All right. So, you're going with Ravens or the. Bengals. I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. You're going with the Bengals? Yeah, I just I think that the Bengals being at home and if Baltimore doesn't have Lamar Jackson, I think Bengals are gonna win. Yeah, they could. I mean, yeah, if the Ravens lose, they're pretty much done. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I'll go Bengals as well, although I don't like it. I feel like this is one of those games the Bengals lose this year. They've just kind of been a weird team like that, you know? Yeah. Where it feels like whenever they're supposed to win, they lose, and you know, vice versa. All right, Bears at Seahawks. Um, Wow, what a game. 4-9 versus 5-8. and eight. Ran, or Yeah, uh, Seahawks are seven-point favorites. Oh, man. Their stadium, their home game. I think they're gonna run. Yeah, over I think the, I the think Bears. both go Seahawks here. Bears kind of seem to be in uh, free fall. Fire Matt yeah. Nagy is uh, surprised he made it longer than Urban Meyer. All right, Steelers at Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs uh, seven point favorites here. Yeah, I think the Chiefs have kind of found the 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 mix. The mix that was of a game, man. What they need, yeah. Uh, them versus the Chargers. That was a heck of a game. Yeah, fun game. I just think they found the right combination. So I'm going to go with the uh, the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs here too. In. You know, these yeah. AFC North teams seem to be running into a little bit of trouble here late in the season. Yeah, it's a just little bit of trouble. It's really interesting to see the Colt or the Steelers still somewhat in it. Um, yeah, given I just what think that. Uh, Given what Big whoever, Ben is, whoever comes out of that Ravens Bengals game is going to make it. You know, yeah, that's a that's a big game for that division. Uh, Broncos at Raiders. Uh, Broncos. I'm not sure actually what this line is. Looks like it's Broncos minus one, maybe. Yeah, I got. Uh, I got. This is. Yeah, by PK, I think. Yeah, pick. A, yeah, it's a pick 'em, so it's just an even. There's no. Yeah. They're basically saying they're gonna tie. <laughs> uh, the Raiders have really kind of fallen. Well, off they're both them. two and three in their last five games. What about? Yeah, what about that job? The Raiders' job. You think it's it's got to be open, right? They're gonna be looking for a head coach. Ooh, good yeah, job. They, they good could job. possibly go with uh, Urban. I dude, I don't think he's gonna get another NFL offer. You don't think so? I don't know. Mark Davis is weird like that. He might, but I don't. I think he's got to go back to college and do the Nick Saban, just be a college coach thing. Yeah. And I think he got a shot, and uh, it didn't work out. But who knows? Maybe, maybe. I mean, the Raiders would kind of make sense coming off of uh, John Gruden and his ten-year contract. Yeah. That lasted all of three seasons. There you <laughs> two, go. This two is, and a half this- seasons. My thought on this game is that if Teddy Bridgewater is still out with that concussion, which is probably leaning towards, yeah, I'm gonna say that the 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 Raiders are gonna win this game at home. Dude, we had some. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater got knocked out. Did you see Donald Parham from the Chargers on that play into the end zone where he was like full on, arms pointed straight out, shaking, uh, after he caught a touchdown pass and then basically like just dove headfirst into the ground. No, I missed that one. Yeah, dude, he got knocked out bad. Dude, that sucks. Yeah, but it's it's weird. They're almost like – well, the, the Teddy Bridgewater one, like he should have slid and decided to dive over the defender, and then another defender kind of smoked him and hit him into the ground a little bit. But It didn't seem that bad. Like what really fucked me up was Chris Godwin's knee. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was surprised he was walking on it. Dude, yeah, what the fuck? He was running on it. Was he? Yeah, he was like doing cuts and stuff on the sideline, and uh, they, yeah. they were testing him to see if he could come back in. Oh man, yeah. Turns he, out he tore his ACL. I'm like, I was dude, gonna say, yeah. yeah, yeah. He must have some Did really you see strong. See the way his fucking leg. <laughs> yeah, it went the wrong Jesus way. Jesus Christ! Um, I was all right, all right. So you're going 
I'm sorry, you're going Raiders here? Yeah, I'm going to go Raiders at, at home. All right. Um, I will go along with that, I guess. I don't know. I don't know about this game. It's one of those games I don't even want to pick. It's ugly, stupid. Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of games this week. Yeah. All right. Uh, football team at the Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys quietly Boys. sneaking up into the uh, the higher seeds here. I mean, if they could get a two seed, that'd be pretty pretty big deal. Dude, the boys, the boys' defense has been playing out of their yep. minds lately. Micah Parsons is the real deal. Dude, he might be the MVP. Yeah, he's he's good. Um, so you're going Cowboys here. Yeah, boys all day. Yeah, me too. I think they 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 might give uh, the NFC a run for their money. They yeah, I mean they're legit Super Bowl threats at this point. Uh, yeah. You know, two seed, especially if they're a two seed and everything's got to go through Dallas. Dak Prescott looks amazing. And then, yeah, that defense, like we were talking, you know, they can Parsons figure out, the boys. If they can figure out how to run the ball again, they might be for real contenders. Yeah. Um. All right. Dolphins at Saints. This is the Monday game. Saints three-point favorites. I want to stay – I'm going to stay on the, the bandwagon for Miami. I'm going to say they're going to win this game. You're staying on the train? I think I just think New Orleans is going to come off such a high of beating the the Bucks, yeah, the Toms. Yeah, I'm going Saints at home here. I don't know why. I don't really like it, but probably a bad pick. But uh, I'll go with Vegas. Three points, we'll take it. Um. All right. So that's week 16. You got any hot takes going into the week? Any any locks? <clears throat> Dude, I feel like the only lock I feel confident making is that Tampa Bay is going to beat Carolina. <laughs> that Tom Brady is so pissed off that whoever gets in his way this week is it's over. Literally, he's going to eat them. He is going to eat you, Caroline. Cam Newton. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you could probably also call a lock on Chargers and Cowboys and the Packers and the Chiefs, but every I mean, wh- every yeah. other game to me is a fucking toss up. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. Even though like the the Washington the football team could certainly come out and beat the Cowboys. They could. That's not, that's not that that crazy. They um, could, but I think that the Cowboys want want to lock that division up, man. Oh I yeah. Think wanna, I think they want to win the division. Um, yeah. You got uh, you got any early early takes for the uh, the Michigan Georgia game? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm you know, I'll I'll be honest. I, I think I'm I'm a little biased. I'm gonna say I, I want Michigan to win. I, I I think that they have a good opportunity to come out if they come out with a good game plan and put up some points. I think uh, special teams is going to be the determining factor in this game. Um, if we can punt deep and pin them, and I, I think our I, I'll I'll be honest, man. I really think our defense is going to what keeps us in the game. Um, but yeah, dude, I I don't know. I think. It's going to be a close one. So, gonna... yeah, I uh, I started looking into this game a little bit, and yeah. I think it's just going to come down to the Michigan offensive line versus Jordan Davis is really – I mean, dude, that guy is a problem. Yeah, he's a monster. 6'6", 340. But you also oh. have to remember, if he, if, if he can't, like – yeah, that that's that's one guy that you have to kind of pay a lot of attention to, but we get the ball out very quick and we run the ball the opposite way of which he's at. So yeah, I think it's you're going to be able to tell early if Michigan can get their 
those like four to six yard runs fairly easily, then I think they're going to have a real good shot. Yeah. Um, and I think that's going to kind of be the, that's what, what that's what I'm going to, you know, kind of key in on watching that game is when Michigan gets the ball, what is that offensive line versus Georgia's defensive line look like and how well are they handling Jordan Davis and all the, the guys that Georgia has up front there? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, not that they can't, I, I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying that that's, I think where, where it's going to come down to, um, you know, if, if Michigan's going to be able to, to, to hang with it. I think it, it's interesting. They're kind of very similar teams, both yeah. have good defensive lines. Their offenses are kind of like, you know, slug it out, run the ball. Um, you know, Michigan's is maybe a little more creative. You're Georgia, absolutely right. Georgia maybe has a little bit more top end ground and pound talent as far as like, you know, their, their recruiting classes have been nuts the past couple of years. Yeah. They're really good. I'm, so, I'm not trying to take anything away from Georgia. And I yeah. Think so they're... it'll be interesting. I think, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do full predictions next week, but I just uh, think that watching that, uh, you know, Georgia, Alabama game, I think we, we saw kind of some of the holes that are in the, the Georgia defense that allowed Bama to just kind of walk all over them, man. It was, they, they got, so here's the thing. They got rid of the ball very quickly and they utilized the middle of the field. Like that was a big gap in, in that game for the, the Georgia Bulldogs against Alabama. And they just kind of ran up the score. I mean, I'm not saying Michigan can't do that, but Michigan is not dealing with the talent level that Alabama has as far as oh, I'm receivers not that, and quarterbacks. I'm not saying they are by any means. I'm just saying I think that watching that game, it showed, you know, what kind of schemes were working well against the Bama def- or against the Georgia, the Georgia defense. defense. Yeah. yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I just know that starting to look into stuff today, Jordan Davis, holy smokes, man. He's a big man they call him godzilla they call him godzilla uh he's giant so that's that's how michigan deals with him is going to be i think really uh, uh it's going to be key to to this game because they like to pull their center a lot this guy michigan does they michigan's yeah. got a real good athletic center that they pull a lot and yep. i don't know how much you're going to want to do that if the nose tackle is godzilla yeah. you know what i mean yeah absolutely <clears throat> But yeah, I think, I think there's a shot. Michigan's. I'm not saying Michigan. I think Michigan's got a potential shot to win this game. But I think, I think it's going to be a field goal game. What's the what is the line at now? Have you checked the line lately? I want to say it was like Georgia minus eleven or something. Is it all the way to that? I want to say it was. Let's let's see. Because a lot of money came in. There's a lot of like fan money that comes in. Yeah, I'm seeing initial. Yeah, these aren't. These aren't actual updated numbers here. Odd Shark, here we go. That sounds like a legit website, right? Uh, this has Georgia minus seven and a half. So the minus lines come, but all the money seems to be coming in on Michigan is what it looks okay. like. So well, yeah, a, lot that, of, a lot of Michigan fans coming and trying to bet this game is what I'm thinking. Well, I mean, Potentially let's be honest. The line. I mean that's that's going to be your higher payout if you take the underdog with the points, right? That and I think there's just a lot of I mean there's a lot of a lot of hope on the Michigan side. I'm not saying it's unjustified, but that's uh, that's just kind of how it works, right? Yeah. Um, 
predicted score is 40 to 26, according to this thing. I don't know what, how that makes any sense, though. Um, yeah, like I said, I think it's going to come down to that line, how, how the Michigan offensive line deals with. Because if because Michigan's averaged like what five point some yards of carry this year or something stupid like that, yeah, quite a bit actually. George Georgia's allowed something like two point something, so like that's it right there. Whatever that splits splits as over the course of the game, right? If it ends up like Michigan averages like somewhere from you know three and a half to that five number per carry, that's going to be a big determining factor. They're going to be in it potentially even winning. But if they can't get to like three yards a carry or even like three and a half, then that's going to be a problem, um, I think, for them. I also didn't realize that the the Michigan Georgia game was on the thirtieth. Is it on the thirtieth? So they're doing. Yeah. Are they doing all of these games on the thirtieth? Well, no. Michigan State games on the thirty first. Is it? Yeah, Michigan State plays against Pittsburgh. On the thirty first. Yeah, we could talk about that game too. I don't. It's Kenny Pickett's not playing. Kenneth Walker's not playing. So that's kind of going to be that's going to be a weird game. Yeah, why is Kenneth Walker not playing? Is he injured? No, dude. He's just he's going to the he's going to be like the top running back picked in the draft. So he's just I mean he doesn't want to get hurt. That's a good call. Good for him. Same thing with Pickett. I mean Pickett is like a top five quarterback prospect. So he does he's in the same. And this it's not like this this bowl game means anything. Yeah. Um, other than just it's the Peach Bowl. You know whatever that means. Uh, yeah, Michigan State pit is December thirtieth, December thirty first. What? I'm man. Am I smoking? Oh wait, am something? I looking? Wait, I'm sorry. I was looking at the I was looking at the date that was above it. It's the one below it. Michigan plays on the thirty first. Okay, Michigan that makes State more sense. On the 30th. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, my bad. So all right, so here's let's. For next week, we'll talk. We'll talk bowl games. So we got the Peach Bowl, Michigan State against Pitt, December thirtieth. Then we got the Fiesta Bowl, Notre Dame against Oklahoma State, January first. The Rose Bowl is Ohio State against Utah on the first as well. The Sugar Bowl, Old Miss versus Baylor, also uh, also on January first. And then you got the Cotton Bowl, Orange Bowl. So Cincinnati, Alabama, Michigan, Georgia. So that's let's uh, let's go for those next week. Those will be the uh, in addition to the NFL stuff. We'll do uh, we'll do bowl picks. Nice. Let's do it. Yeah. But uh, that, you know, and so the, I, like I said, I started looking into the Georgia Michigan stuff. The, the thing that I, I think Michigan's Michigan's offense is probably a little bit better than I would have given it credit for. And, um, but it, the one thing that I, like I said, that's really stuck out to me was this Jordan Davis kid and like monster. Oh yeah. He's a beast dude. Like I, he, he uh he, he, he could be a potential problem i think in it but i think it's going to be you know i think georgia could potentially also have like a chip on their shoulder type advantage after losing yeah after, after losing, losing and no. you know i can see that you know they're just a little maybe a little bit more to prove but um yeah but at the same time michigan's kind of had that mentality the last couple of yeah i mean i games, think michigan's so. had a chip on their shoulder all year pretty much i mean after coming into the season not ranked at all and then you know, I, I, you know, beating Ohio State was kind of like the frosting on the cake. I think, uh, you know, had it had it not been like one or two plays gone a different way in the Michigan State game, they they might be undefeated right now. So, oh, definitely. But I guess, yeah, I 
I'm just as objectively as I can try to look at this without trying to find ways for me to not want Michigan to win. The like their high of the season is definitely that Ohio State game. Oh yeah, and I think, well, and I think Georgia may be still searching for that. If you if you if you catch, yeah, I hear you. I'll tell you what though, I think uh, that uh, that Michigan Iowa game. I mean that that was kind of more or less like, hey, this is this is now feeling real. You know, I think. A lot of people were believing, but like now people are like, I think we have a, sh like people are saying themselves like, oh, we have a shot. So I, yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I, I think it's going to be a close game. I, I, I don't think that it's going to be a blowout either way, um, but we'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think, uh, I think maybe, I think what I'll come right around is like 10 points is what I'm thinking right around yeah. there. Um, but like I said, I think it's, I think it could, you know, it's one of those games where if you get an interception or any sort of turnover, you know, something goes wrong here or there, then it, it could break the other way. So, yep. Absolutely. We'll have more next week. Um, all right, dude, you got anything else you want to go over this week? No, man. You got any hot takes on, uh, or any, uh, predictions on player stats for this week? Uh, eh... It's Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence isn't hurt, right? Let's say T Law balls out this week. My Jags pick goes for like, you know, 200 yards, three tutties. It's a heck of a line for him. Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to say Jonathan Taylor rushes for over 130 yards and helps the Colts beat the Cardinals on the road and runs the Colts right into the playoffs. You're going with Jonathan Taylor uh, has a good game. That's what that's your yeah, hot take. And, and, and they're gonna they're gonna yeah Jonathan. Well, I, my hot take is that the the Colts win in, Colts in the playoffs. Yeah, they're gonna catapult because I think the Titans are gonna lose to the 49ers. so they'll drop to nine and six. The Colts will be nine and six, in, and I think that'll bump them up. Here's to seed uh, in the division, right? No, the Titans beat the Colts twice, so they have the they have oh. like the double tiebreaker there. So the Colts Dang. actually have to have a better record than the Titans in order to win that division. To win it, damn. So there's a that's a little bit of a like, you know, Titans have that sort of trump card going on in their pocket. So they can still make the playoffs, but they probably won't be the okay. So yeah, so they wouldn't get the seed. I don't. They'd be a wild card, basically, is what they're looking at. Okay. Which I think is what. How many wild cards? How does this work? So we've got. Is it four wild cards? No, there's a yeah. division winner. Is it two? Well, is two wild cards. How does this work? North, south, east, and west. The four division winners. Yeah. And then it's three wild card spots. Three wild card spots. Okay. So right now the Colts, the Chargers, and the Bills are in the AFC. Okay. And then Rams, 49ers, Vikings. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, that is uh, been a day in learning how the playoffs work. <laughs> All right, dude. brother. We'll uh, talk to you next time. Yeah, have a good one, man. See All right, you. dude. Hey, Dan. Yo. Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas, man. Say, hey, say hello to your family for me. You too, brother. Hey, hey Swoop, if you're out there listening, Merry Christmas, man. Say hello, say hello to the family for me. All right, dude. Yeah. Till next time. Till next time.